Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 338 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey Germain. As always, is Carlo. Yeah, and I'm here, and I'm joined by, what else? Is it crickets? I think we're just joined by the crickets today. Carlos, don't even joke. Remember that Remember that summer when we had the, the cricket in the studio? You mean summers. Yeah. Plural. They were, cause they, Happened we get, a lot. But you know what we aren't going to have here? That issue. I hope so. I hope that's what happens when you have a finished basement. I think so. I mean, I don't know. Crickets can still be in a finished basement. Like, it's entirely possible. In which case, we'll have to hunt them down. Right. Uh, before we get too deep here, Carlos, I really should probably give a big shout out to our patrons. Specifically, our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Tyler Romanski, and Hop and Barrel Brewing. I thought that Hop and Barrel Brewing told us on the show last week not to say their name. Did they say that last week? <laughs> yeah, I think Brian was just was just saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him at one point. Uh, yeah, no, it was, I think it was just a thing like he wasn't expecting it to come up while he was literally sitting right next right. to you. Right, well, I mean, that's happened on every show since they became a Black Belt patron. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, uh, so if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Um, and... As part of that patronage, Carlos, you were telling me um, something about uh, something about our black belt patrons. I can't quite remember what it was. Do you do you remember what we were talking about? Oh yeah, they get uh, the golden ticket. The golden ticket. The golden ticket. The golden ticket. Now our listeners may not be aware about the CERN Willy Wonka's uh, chocolate factory, and which makes various sorts of odd candy candies. But we were uh, come to by Willy Wonka to hand out golden tickets, and we decided that the best people to hand out golden tickets to would just be our patron subscribers. I mean, it doesn't seem very random. Yeah, and like there's, I hear that like there's a chance that whoever. Gets the like one of the people that get the golden ticket might end up getting the chocolate factory. What crazy, right? That seems insane. <laughs> Which means everybody should head over to patreon.com slash blind studios and become a patron today. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's totally, totally realsies. Yeah, um, all right. Uh, besides that, we also have a store now. That's a thing. Oh, that's crazy. Right? Uh, that's, I mean, the, the, we're, we're not in a bit now. We actually have a store now. Yeah, no, like, uh, but uh, what are we selling on the store? We are selling masks, T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, um, pants that say that we're definitely wearing them. So if I wanted to wear a pant that let everybody else know that I was definitely wearing that pair of pants, I could buy that pair of pants? You sure could. Well... Where can I get this wonderful pair of pants? So you can uh, find the store by going to blindnewsstudios.com and clicking on the store link on the homepage or go to teespring.com slash stores slash studios and you can see all of our stuff there. Um, we have links on uh, Facebook and the website and Instagram so you can find kind of it, – it, it's there if you, if you look for it. You can find it. Um, and the pants come in a teal and orange – a gray and a burgundy. Ooh, I could use some orange workout pants right there. Right? Ooh, doggy. 
Uh, yeah, so we have that. That's pretty exciting. Have you been to the store yet? I have not. But apparently I need to check it out now. You do need to check it out. Oh, we also have tank tops over there as well uh, for the winter. What? <laughs> do the tank tops say anything? It's just the they, 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 they the Blind Ninja Studios right. logo. <laughs> for the winter, because that's what I think about when I think about winter clothes. It's a, yeah. it's a tank top, so I can go outside and shovel in a tank top. Well, we sell we sell um, we sell tank tops for the winter and hoodies for the summer. It's that Midwestern blood. Exactly. It gets real chilly when it's ninety degrees, and when you're and sho- very warm when it's and when you're 20. shoveling, you just need to take off a couple layers because who you're going to be sweating. That's you're not you're not wrong. So, Carlos, what have you been up to this past week, man? This last week, not a whole lot. Uh, chilling, watching, played a little Diablo uh, on the Switch, but also did some uh, board games the other night. That was yeah, fun. we uh, we played uh, some Drinking Quest. That was a lot of fun. We get a like during quarantine, we had the small exclusive group of board game players now. Yeah, which is it's gonna make this second uh, lockdown a lot easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we have a small group that we can play games pretty much every Friday, which is a blast. Um, yeah, and then, let's see, beyond that, anything else? Uh, no, we did check out the igloos, though. Yeah, that was a fun dining experience. Yeah, so, uh, the nearby restaurant of Junior's has, like, a little igloos where you can eat outside, and, like, it's basically, like, uh, you're outside on their patio, except now there's, like, igloos set up everywhere, which all have, like, heat. Sources up there in there, and along with um, you, they have light, a light strip where you turn the the lights around for to red if you're ready to order or if you need like a refill or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like we we did that with a couple of people, and that was that was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that was that was that was really it was it was a cool dining experience, um, and we'll probably end up doing it again uh, because it. I mean, again, with our with I guess our our quarantine pod. Yeah, is is what they're called, right? Or COVID pod? We we have a yeah. So I like COVID COVID pod a little bit better. Like it rolls off the tongue a little yeah, bit better, right? Our our COVID coven, if you will. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to make some sacrifices tonight. Woo! Uh, yeah. So let's see. What have I? So I did that. Um. There was a beer release at uh, Rush River, so I went with uh, a couple of our COVID buddies, and we uh, we grabbed some of that and meandered on the way home. Got we're pretty drunk, and it was a good time. Uh, let's see, did uh, oh I've been like pushing to get through Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like holy cow, this game is so long. But yeah, it's a Ubisoft game, so there's just. A lot of busy work there, isn't there? Well, so I kind of stopped doing a lot of the busy work, and I'm I'm just railroading through it right now, um, just trying to get done because I want to play the the other Ubisoft game that came out. That was it was called like Gods and Monsters or something, and then they got sued and they ended up. But it's supposed to be hilarious, and it's only supposed to be like thirty hours long. Which sounds really nice. Just this nice, light, easy thing. I'm going to hold off on Cyberpunk for a month or two because it sounds like the console versions are having a lot of problems right now. Specifically with the previous generation. Those can apparently not play it at all. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like they're not upscaled for uh, for the new, uh, the new consoles yet. Yeah. So holding off on that a little bit. 
Um, just, yeah, trying to figure out what games I want to kind of play with. Uh, I got a couple of four-day weekends coming up. Um, and so that'll be that'll be a thing. That's yeah, fun. I decided I wasn't going to have a couple four-day weekends. I decided I was just going to have one crazy week. That was like 10 is it, days is it, is it eight crazy nights? No, Are no. you doing Hanukkah, but in a different time? No, I'm not doing Hanukkah. <laughs> I decided, like, just like, well, I, I have all this PTO because I'm not doing anything. It just started, so I was like, well, I may as well just take the days off between Christmas and New Year's, which only ended up being like four. And it's like, well, I have to take an extra day off. So I also have tomorrow off. Well, you jerk. Yeah, so, like, I don't have to do anything tomorrow, and that's going to be great. That'll be – that'll. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous. Um, I wish I could have, like uh, – I don't know. If I thought I had a chance of get, finding one, I would have tried to, like, this weekend try to find a PS5. Oh, so yeah. Because then I would just get Cyberpunk on that and just play a little bit of that. But, like, it's like it's not worth trying to hunt down. Like, it's I'm not going to be able to find one of those until next year. Yeah, yeah. It's just – it's well, and there's not really anything to play on it right now. Like any really, anything exclusive, Demon Souls, Spider Man, those are the ones. But you I can also play the both of those on your PS4. No, no, I cannot. No, the new Spider Man is uh, PS5. I thought, I thought, no, Miles Morales is is PS4 as well. I thought it was only PS5, but maybe nope. it is PS4 too. But the main one I want is Demon Souls, which is uh, that is only on PS5. Unless I had a PS3, I guess I could play the old version. Yep. Uh, yeah, Miles Morales, PS4 and PS5. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, a lot of the, like, uh, pretty much every game that they released for the PS5 uh, at launch was also backwards compatible with the PS4. So if I really wanted to play it, I could. Um, yeah, no. Demon Souls, I can't do that, though. I gotta I gotta get that on PS5 only. So. Well, that doesn't sound Although like fun. I did think of a, there was another thing I did this week. Uh, so what was that? The, the makers of, like, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, all those games, so they have this upcoming game called Elden Ring that has had one trailer in the last year and like people have been excited for it. And like, so, and I joined the subreddit of it. And so the game awards was this last week. Oh yeah. And the, the subreddit had been going crazy. Like everybody got, a, has to vote to try to get this game as the most anticipated game for 2021. And, uh, and they really wanted to also, everybody was really excited to, uh, they wanted to see another trailer for it, some gameplay. So I don't care. Like I, I'm going to get that game when it comes out anyways. But it's like, well, this seems like a fun thing I can do. I'll, I'll just join the uh, the subreddit's live, live chat and just watch the Game Awards. And the, there were some really cool trailers that dropped. New Mass Effects on its way. Uh, some other fun stuff. But <laughs> the, uh, they never, like, the, the, the game did win most anticipated game, but there was no trailer. and uh, No trailer? So that subreddit thread was fun. Uh, it was a blast. Uh, it was just like uh, everybody was like, no. <laughs> but it didn't seem like they were super salty about it. It was just like, no, just like just a fun. Just a fun thing. Yeah. So that was the thing I did like as a like giant group. So yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, I played uh, played some D&D &D online on Thursday, and that was fun. Uh, but yeah, I haven't really done much this week. I mean, it's just I worked a lot, uh, ran a lot. uh Roasted some chickens this week. That was fun. Uh, yeah, it's kind of it, man. Kind of yeah. it. All right. Well, should we talk about some beer? Yeah. Oh, I should. Let me. Let me just go ahead and polish this off while you right, talk about this beer. Yeah. So, uh, well, right now we're drinking some homebrew because uh, I'm I'm finally like got the brewery up and running. I think I talked a little bit about that last week. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, going around the table right now is uh, there's a little bit of a story behind this. So a a coworker of mine who lives in Virginia um, got a case of hobgoblin for a buck a bottle. Um, and so that's what that's kind of what we're we're drinking right now. He uh, he was able to get it to us. And it was so cheap, we couldn't pass it up. So we're uh, drinking Hobgoblin from Witchwood Brewing, brewing um, in England. Uh, this is a Hobgoblin Ruby. It's 4.5% ABV. Um, drink Legendary. The distinct, this distinct Ruby uh, beer's sweet caramel and fruity aromas tease the taste buds. Brewed with smooth and rich chocolate and crystal malts and a blend of Fuggles and Styrian Golden Hops. Expect a delicious, full-bodied toffee flavor and fruity finish of figs, raisins, and dates. Hobgoblin, born different. So yeah, kind of these little tiny uh, like bottles. Yeah. So yeah, you take a sip of it, and you can definitely tell it's an English ale. Mm-hmm. It definitely has the English in there. Uh, it is very. Uh, it is actually very refreshing. I'm glad it's only like four and a half percent. Because it makes it a lot easier to drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could easily drink quite a few of, the, bit of this. I I get a little bit of the chocolate, I, but only a little bit. Yeah, I don't I don't get a ton of chocolate. I get a lot more of like that toffee. Is yeah. kind of the kind of the dominant uh, sweetness flavor. Yeah, I get more of that. And then right on the back, there's a lot of fruit, like a lot of the those dark fruits. Yep. Um, and it's I don't know it's it's refreshing it's something different so yeah. it's kind of fun um, yeah it's just I don't I, I really like this beer I think we've talked about this beer on the show before um, but it was like year one and so it was that was a while ago this um, beer or this brewery this beer hmm. um, I think it was way back in the day but maybe not I can't remember it's been it's eight years you know behind us like that's that's a long time. Yeah. That's a lot of different beers. Uh, 338 of them, to be There's exact. really no way we'll ever find out hmm. that what beer it was. <laughs> We'd have to listen to that. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's way... So there's, we, we'll never find out. No. All right, Carlos, give me a number. This is a... Yeah, I like this beer. I'm going to give this uh, an 8.25. An 8.25? Well... It's not quite an 8.5... But I think it's a little bit better than eight, just because it's better than I was expecting. I'm gonna give it an eight point two six. Oh, just to just to go a little bit higher than. Gotta you. let everybody know that you like this beer a little bit more than I do. Yeah, but just like a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now. The Department of Defense presents news with Casey. That's me. Man, we're just ripping through the show today. Yeah, well, it happens when there's just the two of us. Just the two of us, and we haven't really done anything exciting. Yeah, we have done nothing exciting. (laughs) All right. Uh, Claiming the United States federal government no longer represents the values of Texans, a state representative plans to file a bill that would greenlight a referendum giving Texans a vote for secession. 
Kyle Biederman, a Republican who represents District 73 in the Texas House of Representatives, made the announcement on his Twitter and Facebook accounts on Tuesday with the hashtag Texit. Uh, the federal government is out of control and does not represent the values of Texans. That is why I'm committing to file legislation this session that will allow a referendum to give Texans a vote for the state of Texas to reassert its status as an independent nation. Biederman said, uh, Biederman said, Biederman said his proposed legislation perfectly aligns with Article 1, Section 2 of the Texas Constitution. That article states all political power is inherent in the people and all free governments are founded on their authority and instituted for their benefit. The faith of the people of Texas stands pledged to the preservation of a republic form of government and subject to this limitation only. They have at all times the inalienable right to alter, reform, or abolish their government in such a manner as they may think expedient. Biederman did not announce when he plans to file the bill. His, distri his district includes uh, Comal, Gillespie, Kendall counties in the Texas Hill Country. Uh, a Supreme Court ruling in 1869 in the case of Texas versus White is widely cited uh, by scholars when discussing the legality of secession. In that ruling, the Supreme Court held that Texas, since its, the, since its admission to the Union in 1845, entered an indestructible Union composed of indestructible states. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that there's a big fight that involved succession. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was called though. Yeah, but I, I, I like I don't I don't think it was I don't think it was that big of a deal. I feel it, like, it, it felt like I feel like it was a really civil affair. Yeah, it was very civil. I mean, I feel like the one side might have might have been had like maybe they didn't have the best perspective on things. Maybe they believed in some things like slavery a little too much and were on the wrong. Oh yeah, those Yankees, man, they really like their slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the argument he's trying to make now. Um, I don't. So when he when he's like, let's do this. I feel like he's like completely missing uh, like a little bit of a of a thing there. Uh, one, if this works, he's out of a job. Not if he's the leader of the new government. I don't think that's how that works. It's what he thinks it would work. I don't, I don't think he thinks it's going to it's going to happen. Then what's the point? To make a statement. What's the fucking that you're an idiot? Or that what? he's an idiot? Like, well, if his voters will eat it up, yeah. God, yeah. I just this this whole like there's this massive division right now, and all this stupid shit keeps happening, and it just needs to stop, man. Like the stupid shit needs to go away. I'm tired of the stupid shit. Can we can we go back to remember when everybody just kind of hated the government? And like we all we're all like, oh yeah, that guy's an idiot. That guy sucks. Fuck the government. I miss that. Yeah. Now we're all like, Woo! Our guy's the best. Your guy sucks. They all suck. I mean, to be fair, I don't think a lot of people are excited, even if yeah. the Democrats are excited about the current president elect. Oh God, no. Yeah. We're just glad that it's not the other dude. Yeah. That's that's where we're at. Which is fucking depressing. Yeah. Ah. Well, let's talk about the next thing. Yeah. Uh, a photograph thought to be the longest exposure image uh, ever taken has been discovered inside a beer can at the University of Hertfordshire's uh, Bayfordbury Observatory. The image was taken by Regina uh, Valkenburr, 
who began capturing, capturing it towards the end of her MA Fine Art degree at the University of Hertfordshire in 2012. It shows uh, 2,953 uh, arced trails of the sun as it rose and fell between the summer and winter over a period of eight years and one month. The dome of uh, Brayfordbury's oldest telescope is visible to the left uh, of the photograph, and the atmospheric gantry, uh, built halfway through the exposure, can be seen uh, from the center to the right. Regina was interested in capturing images without the use of modern technology, in this case using a beer can lined uh, with photographic paper as a pinhole camera. She placed a can on one of the observatory's telescopes, which had been forgotten about until September this year when it was finally removed by the observatory's principal technical officer, David Campbell. Long exposure photography is a technique used to show the passage of time in a scene uh, uh, achieved when a camera shutter is left open for a long period. This technique is common across different types of photography, including urban and landscape. German artist Michael uh, Wesley is thought to hold the current record for the longest exposure image taken, which is four years and eight months. Regina uh, Valkenberg said it was a stroke of luck that the picture, picture was left untouched to be saved by David after all those years. I had tried this technique a couple of times at the observatory before, but the photographs were ruined by moisture and the photographic paper curled up. I hadn't intended to capture an exposure for this length of time, and to my surprise, it had survived. It could be one of, if not the longest exposures in existence. Um, the image is actually pretty cool looking. Uh, it's, I, I, I don't think, I, I don't have it pulled up here, but uh, talk about something and I'll pull it up for you quick. So... It's pretty lucky, though, that this guy found this can and, like, realized what it was instead of, like, just like, oh, I better go toss this, this can that definitely does not have any photographic film within it. Right. Because I normally don't pick up a can and go, like, yeah, there might be photographic film in here. There it is. All right. So here's the photo. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of cool. So uh, pinhole cameras for the like you're not you don't get a great a bunch of great resolution from them, um, but like the coolest part of this is like just watching the uh, the 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 sun arc. Yeah, is it's just super cool because you have this like band of white going across you know three thousand different lines. Ah, it's very neat. Um, it's not completely out oh, uh, overblown too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Um, police said they would have never have believed a driver who was hit uh, in the head by an owl before crashing into a parked car if there had not been photographic evidence. At 10.30 Saturday, a delivery driver was traveling west on John Street at Belmont North in his van when an owl flew through the, uh, the open driver's window and collided with his head. According to the police, uh, the impact stunned... Uh, the 21-year-old driver from Birmingham Gardens, and caused the van to collide with a parked car. The accident resulted in considerable damage to both vehicles. Witnesses said the driver, fearing he would be attacked uh, for a second time, jumped from his vehicle to escape the rogue bird. Luckily, one of the witnesses uh, snapped a photograph of the owl uh, seated on the dash of the delivery van before police arrived on the scene. Thankfully, there was, a there was photographic evidence, otherwise we never would have believed the story, a statement from Lake uh, Macari police said. The owl failed to exchange particulars and made, uh, made good his escape before the police arrived on the scene. If you recognize the owl, please contact your nearest police station. Wow. I'm surprised that uh, owl didn't get injured by that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have a feeling like the owl, like, it was probably one of those wizarding owls, you know, just delivering packages for the holidays. Um, and maybe, like... It was it, it was like a Hogwarts letter for this dude. I don't know. 
Uh, I mean, this was Australia, though, so it's the Australian version of oh, Hogwarts. Oh, so you're saying if it was Australia, no, this owl was literally out to get this guy. Oh, okay. It was just a murder owl. Yeah, it was a murder owl. Oh, well, that makes way more sense then. It is a hit owl. Wait, have wizards trained owls for hits now, too? Instead of just package delivery? Not That's a, diabolical. Yeah, well, they don't have to train them. They just get theirs from Australia because they come pre-trained mm. in the art of murder. So I was I was thinking about this the other day. Um, well, I, I started rewatching the Harry Potter movies because it's Christmas time and I'm running out of things to do. Yeah. Um, everything we know about the wizarding world is essentially from the 90s. Yeah. Like, it's all pre-internet. Yeah. Well, I don't, like, it's very, like, it's like how... How has the wizarding world adapted to the internet? I need to know these things. And smartphones. For the most part, they haven't noticed. They would never notice any of this stuff. That's true. Because electronics don't work at Hogwarts because of all the magic. Uh, because you have to, like, wave things away. Everyone's hand wave something away. Um, I mean, like, I feel like there are a lot of things. A lot of uh, muggle devices would have been very useful. Um, like just even like a tape recorder would have been dead useful. Yeah. Uh, maybe that'll be a discussion. We'll get there. All right. Or maybe, maybe the groundskeeper should have had a gun. Anchored with a gun? But then again, it would be pointless in his hands because he wouldn't shoot any of the animals. His finger wouldn't fit through the any of the, Well, like a giant gun. But like, I, I, now that I think about it though, like, he wouldn't use it on any magical creatures because that's uh, his character in the book would never hurt a magical creature. Right. Uh, Carlos, our discussion topic, uh, we have one more story, so I'm going to give you a little bit of All time right. to think about this, is what muggle items do you think would be the most useful in the wizarding world? All right. All right? Uh, we'll have that discussion because I think we can we can milk that one a little bit. All right, last, uh, last story here uh, is probably the most important story we're going to talk about today. Uh, U.S. porn star Alice Little is suing the state of Nevada in a bid to force the reopening of brothels amid the COVID-19 pandemic. The lawsuit comes after the state's governor, Steve uh, Sisolak, excluded brothels from reopening as part of Phase 2 reopening efforts in May, according to reports in the U.S. newspaper, The New York Post. The 30-year-old sex worker hit back against the move. In a press release, she said, The governor's decision to keep brothels closed is just blatant discrimination against Nevada's legal sex workers. Irish-born uh, Little, who has 106,000 followers on Instagram, worked for the Moonlight Bunny Ranch, uh, which closed its doors in March in line with state uh, statewide coronavirus lockdown measures. It's understood she previously pulled in around a million pounds a year from her high-profile sex work. She claims sex workers have suffered hardships under the closures in Nevada, which is currently the only state where prostitution is legal. Nevada's governor has unfairly kept legal brothels closed while allowing other uh, high-contact businesses such as massage parlors, spas, and salons to reopen. I wrote Little on a GoFundMe page uh, aiming to raise the $50,000 for the lawsuit. The crowdfunding campaign has amassed more than $8,000 as of Tuesday. Um... I mean, it's. I feel like our hoes need to get back to work. Yeah, I feel like they've been hosed on this. Uh, you know, they're 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 used to you. They're used to you know going down a bit, but 
That's going too far, Casey. That's going too far. We're going to draw the line right there, and you passed it. Yeah, but what if I pay extra? <laughs> uh, I, like, a million pounds a year is kind of insane. Yeah. That's, that's insane to me. Also, uh, I feel like brothels... I I wouldn't feel comfortable going to no. a brothel in COVID. I don't think I feel comfortable going to a brothel at all, but that's a completely different thing. Granted, I wouldn't feel comfortable going to a casino in Nevada. Oh, God, no. Yeah. All that recycled air and oxygen? Even if there wasn't COVID, though, like for different reasons, just because I, I don't know. I don't gamble. It's, yeah. It just feels like, man, I'm a hive of scum and villainy. We're not the fun kind. <laughs> Wait, what's the fun kind of hive of scum and villainy? The Star Wars kind. Just like a Mos Eisley? Like, yeah. I think that's the fun kind? If there's literal aliens around, it's like, all right. You'll allow it? Yeah, I'll allow like, it. You're, 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 you'll, walk into a, you'll walk into a cantina that literally has one of the most wanted men in the galaxy in it. And then a dude with a laser sword sh- shows up and just cuts his arm off. And that's just the thing that's okay. I don't think he was actually one of the most wanted men in the galaxy. He is. He was. I don't know. I think he was just saying that. No, no. Uh, if you look at Star Wars canon, um, and this is new canon as well, not just the old canon, uh, the, or the legacy stuff. Um, yeah, he was, he was a serial killer. Oh, I'm more a fan of the Robot Chicken episode where, like, he was just drunk at a bar and was just saying stuff, got in a fight, and fucking loses his job afterwards because he doesn't have an arm and can't uh, feed his family. That was actually kind of dark. That that's very dark. I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't enjoy that one. Can we not do that one? I don't know. It's more realistic. Oh, dude, I forgot. This is a thing that I that I should have mentioned today. I made macaroni and cheese. For lunch today? Yeah. Oh my god, it was so good. I used uh I used like a hot pepper monster and then uh like we had three other weird cheeses just sitting in the in the drawer in the fridge, and so I put all those in there. Made like a good like bechamel and then like turned that into a cheese sauce. Oh my god, it was so good. Anyway, that's I was yeah. very excited about I think sometime last cheese. year we were both very drunk and we just made cheesy noodles. It wasn't. It was a macaroni. We just took. We had like spaghetti noodles, and we made cheesy noodles. That sounds about right. Yeah. That yeah. That, we were very drunk, and that, it was like three o'clock in the morning. That sounds like something we would have done. Yeah. We've had we've had some shenanigans, Carlos. Yeah. Just some straight up shenanigans. All right. That brings us to our discussion topic for the day, and the discussion topic is: What Muggle item do you think would make the biggest difference in the Wizarding world? And we're going to start with you. I would say a smartphone. So how do you get around the fact that um, magical devices We don't... have to assume that uh, if that this one or, would work. Okay. If that, just as the way the work question is worded, we, we just have to assume that it would work. Otherwise, okay. it's <laughs> right. you, you have just a brick. That's true. Okay. All right. So why do you think a smartphone? Well, think, well once you have a smartphone... Like you kind of, it's a little bit of involved process, but you can start converting some of your texts to PDFs, uh, your textbooks, your ter- all the terrible and seemingly boring books to PDFs. And uh, there's uh, certain applications you can use that can try to convert the uh, the the PDF images you took into, uh, so you can like start parsing it. The so you yeah, can parse the text. Yeah, 
And then once you have that going, it's a lot easier to study and also look up spells on the, on the quick. Also, it would have a calculator so they could actually do math with their insane currency system. Yeah, the uh, rhythmancy, or I don't, I can't remember what it was called. But oh, like, oh the, the, the math magic? Yeah, the math magic. You would be the cat top of the class there. You'd be the cat's pajamas. Yeah. As you're able to do multiplication and division with decimals. Wait, what's multiplication and division? I thought we were just adding numbers together. <laughs> Only adding, <laughs> never subtracting. <laughs> Wizards are dumb. Uh, so, like, I feel like you're 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 missing out on the very on, on a very singular fundamental um, use of the cell phone, um, which is near instant communication, which the Wizarding world somehow lacks. Like, they still send fucking letters instead of just calling. I don't know that could also be a cultural thing, though. What? <laughs> maybe, cult- <laughs> maybe, like, maybe it's a cultural thing where, like, yeah, maybe. The- Honestly, Casey, you're making. You, you're you, making. You, if you're, you're you bringing that, it makes me think think that. Yeah, no, I want to take back my cell phone thing now because, like, then I if back then I could just have to worry about owl mail. I wouldn't have to worry about like getting calls. Right, and you could just get like a little shotgun and shoot the owls, and then you wouldn't have to get any mail. Don't have to get any mail then. <laughs> I feel like spam is a little bit more expensive to like get spam mail is a little bit more expensive when you have to send owls out compared to if you have a cell phone. Yeah, like do wizards get spam mail? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it'd be too expensive. I take back my cell phone. I don't think <laughs> I would. It'd no, make everything worse. They they need it, Carlos. They fucking need it. Think of how many things could have been solved with a goddamn telephone. I'm I'm still trying to think. Oh, uh, so the second, uh, the the beginning of the second book wouldn't have happened, where um, they, uh, well, there, there's a few things. One, uh, when they stole the car, showed up at Harry's house and busted him out. They could have just, well, and I think they actually talk about this, made a phone call. But if, they, if Harry had a cell phone. They could have just texted him and he'd be like, oh, yeah, no, cool. I'm a good. No, but Harry definitely did not have a cell phone for yes, many yeah. reasons, okay. though. But also, when they got um, when they got pulled out or when they weren't able to access platform nine and three quarters, they could have called somebody. Yeah, no, honestly, that was just dumb on their part. They should have, like, there were other ways. They didn't have to freak out like they did. Also, how did um, the Weasley parents not notice immediately that the car was stolen? Because they didn't use it? Because it was supposed to be in the garage? No, no, no. They, they drove to the... They drove everybody there in the car. Oh, okay. That's why it was at the train station. No, no. They, the car was used because they... they fl- to, to rescue Harry. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. But so right after that, like, when they go to Platform 9 and 3 quarters, the entire Weasley family gets in the car, and it, like, magically increases on the inside, so it can fit the entire family. And then... And then, and then they drive to um, the train station. They drive to King's Cross, right? They all get out of the car. They all go to the platform, and Harry and Ron can't get through. Also... Where did the parents go? Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Where did Mr. and Mrs. Weasley go? So they, this could have been solved in a couple of minutes. Yeah, no. So uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Weasley uh, went through uh, went through the thing, right? Wait, Harry, could, maybe they couldn't get back. Well, Harry and Ron went through. Yeah. So if they couldn't get back, I feel like then there would be a much bigger problem because like they showed them like, oh, Harry and Ron are here. I better pop back out and see what's going on. Uh, and then they, so they pop, they, they, if they can't get through, then holy shit, there's a bigger issue here. At no point is Grand Theft Auto the right move. Yeah. Um, like, and so immediately dumbass one and dumbass two were like, let's go steal the car when neither of them knows how to drive. And it's a fucking flying car. And then... The Weasley parents should have known immediately, and then the wizard police should have been up there so fast. Yeah. No, you're right. This is, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> and the, and I, I, we don't even need a phone. Yeah, like, no, it turns out, Casey, <laughs> the problem was not the phone. The problem was the people all along. <laughs> I, how have I not noticed this problem before? I guess I haven't thought about it critically in a long time. I think the problem is that they go to a wizarding school, and it turns out they, there's a certain... Uh, you don't get taught certain things that you should are, learn, like common sense. Are, are all wizards just a little slow? They just don't have common sense, Casey. They don't teach critical thinking skills. Man. I just... I, I, I'm like... I'm, I'm very... And guess what, Casey? There's no item that can fix that. There There's no modern day item that they can fix. They need skills. they need teacher reform. Yeah, that that they do. Like, oh, and the other thing is the only qualifications you need to be a teacher at Hogwarts is to have gone to Hogwarts. That's it. You literally just need your high school education, and then you're fine. You could even be possessed by the Dark Lord, but as long as you make it towards the end of the school year, so the kids can, so the older kids can pass their newts, it's fine. Actually, you don't or even owls. need to graduate because Hagrid becomes becomes like a, a teacher, and he got kicked out in his third year. Well, to be so fair, he's he, had, he is an actual expert. He's just it turns out he's not a good teacher. But he he has the equivalent of so he was what 13 when he got kicked out yeah so he has the equivalent of what a seventh or eighth grade education yeah and now he's teaching and molding young minds well honestly though even if he had filled, finished off the rest of school Malfoy wasn't wrong no Casey the problem is even if Hagrid had finished the rest of his schooling it would not have changed how he would have taught that class at all. Oh, there is that. The problem would still lie with no critical thinking skills, and I think he would have to actually take a classes on how to treat other people uh, who aren't giants. <laughs> who aren't giant creatures. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so wow. there is actually, there's nothing, no modern day thing that can actually make it better for them back then. So uh, have you you've you've seen like the the joke about all you need really needed uh, to defeat Voldemort was a gun? That's not true. Oh, well, you could uh, you could take care of like a host body, but like it's he's literally magic immortal. Yeah, I know, I know, but like I mean, I feel like a gun would have solved a lot of things. Um, also, 
just like a modern like arithmetic book. Uh, I'm trying to think like what a gun like some of those giant monsters like a guns like ha- have you heard about like, certain animal attacks like there's this bear. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like, I, a, I'm not talking Japan that like like took so many gunshots. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not people. saying the gun is good against dragons. I'm saying the gun is good against people who they only have shields that block other magic spells. I don't know if it might block other stuff too. We don't know. We haven't shot at them. Well, Casey, maybe that's maybe we should finish up here and let's find out. Let's find some wizards that cast some magic shields and just start shooting at them and see what happens. I feel like that's a hate crime. Well, there's only one way to find out. See no. if you get charged. <laughs> <laughs> if you murder a wizard, is that like I no, we're just getting into witch burnings now. No, we're not burning them. Yeah, we're I mean, yeah, we're executing them. We're not executing them. What if it was a bad wizard? We'll find a bad wizard. Now I feel like we're just splitting hairs. Yes, we are. I don't I don't I don't like where this is this is going down a dark, dark path. So let's uh let's lighten it up just a little bit. Um yeah, uh like I, I think you're on the right on you're you're kind of on the right track, like giving the wizards the internet. Seems like it would solve a lot because they could just look things up instead of having to go to the library all the time. Like, I feel like a Google search would. And how is there not like a Google search spell? There probably is, but they probably don't teach it because it makes classes too easy. (laughs) (laughs) Or just like even a fucking typewriter so they don't have to hand write all of their essays. Yeah. No, that makes like, sense. And that's and that's more for the teacher's sanity than the kids. Can you pause? All right, Carlos, do you feel better now that you pooped? Wow, I was really hoping you'd just get edited out. <laughs> no, Carlos, you completely stalled the uh, the flow of conversation. I was trying to give you a signal for like timeout. <laughs> yeah, and I was very confused. And so I got the signal. We we paused, and then I had to watch TikToks for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? So the internet would not be good for, would not help the... Uh, you don't think the internet would? No. Not really. I think it would... Uh, like, the, the one bright side is I don't think any dark lords would, like, catch on to the fact that, oh, that uh, there's this whole internet thing. That would make it a lot easier for them to get their followers. Will you do me a favor, Carlos, real quick? Close Will you just go sh- close the door? Yeah. I don't, it's like, I don't know, like, so it would make it easier for the dark lord to get more followers because it radicalizes things. Um, but it would also help them understand the muggle world in a way that they obviously don't. Like, they are so, so, so ignorant of how basic shit works. They just can't figure it, like, and that's, the internet, like, with the quick Google search, they could be like, how does, like, how does this money work? Also, our, our quote-unquote muggle money is so much easier to use than the bullshit currency that they have. Yeah. Because it's, like... Uh, at least in the Western world, it's all based off of like a hundred. Like a cent is a part of one hundred, instead of what is it like seventeen nuts to a galleon or something? It's something weird. Or, what is it? Uh, wizard. There's nuts. There's galleons. 
There's, I don't know what the other sickles. Is. Sickles. Yeah. All right. So there is. All right. So I looked it up. There's nuts, sickles, and galleons. Exchange rate. One nut is twenty or uh, one sickle is twenty nine nuts, and then a galleon is seventeen sickles. Yeah, makes perfect sense. The fuck. Yeah. Like, they don't have a basic fucking math class, but they're supposed to understand how this works? Yeah, no, Casey, there there are systematic issues with the <laughs> wizarding world. <laughs> like, I feel like one of the easiest things to fix is, hey, how about we give you guys a new currency and make it not suck? Casey, there are a lot of systematic issues with the Wizarding World, and I don't think we could really nail down and fix all of them. And I don't think technology would help any of that. I, I, well, I mean, how about we just fix one? Just one. The money thing. Also, it's like still a gold-backed currency. Have they not heard of a fiat system? They seem to have a lot of gold, though. Yeah, which means it should be devalued. Like, where is... Like, is the reason we don't have any gold is because the fucking wizards have all of the gold? Maybe that's it. Have they just been stealing from everyone and for years bat? and years and years? Yeah. Okay. Like, the currency is literally gold. Well, the galleons, maybe. Yeah. And then the, the, the nuts are copper and the sickles are silver. Wait, really? Yeah. That seems like you might come into cases where the currency is worth more as metal. I know. But oh, no, here's the best part is they have literal alchemy. You can literally just make more gold. Well, only if you had a philosopher's stone. No, but like I, there has to be other spells like they have duplication spells and stuff. Can you take one gold nugget and make 17 gold nuggets? Casey. There's a lot of things that don't work with those. Also, it should be a post-scarcity society. Why are there poor people in the wizarding world at all? When they can just magic stuff up constantly? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. Like, holy fuck. Yeah, no, it's uh, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. Uh, so here's some more things about the uh, 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 thing. Um, let's see. Um, the value of a galleon is about five British pounds. I'm pretty sure that if you had a gold coin, it would be worth more than five British coins. I know. Unless it's not pure gold. Unless it's not pure gold. Um, uh, like, it, like if it is like, uh, has like some small percentage of gold in there. All right, so, all right, so let's see. One galleon is about six dollars and sixty-four cents. One sickle is thirty-nine cents, and a nut is a penny. Because it doesn't go any lower. Yeah. But a nut should be fucking worthless. Yeah. This is so dumb. It is. Just incredibly dumb. Also, so one cent, uh, U.S is equivalent to one cent uh, um, EU or uh, uh, British pound GBP. If we're using this chart, this chart is terrible. 
Are you saying that one cent does not equal is not one to one to one uh, cent in the UK? No. Huh. How about that? Some ch- a chart that they made somebody made up for Harry Potter just does just breaks. It doesn't work. I don't like it. I'm very upset about the coins. Yeah, no, you seem to be a little upset about the coins. I don't like it. Like, why, uh, just, uh, why 29? Or 17? Like, why those numbers? Because they're odd. Odd numbers. Why is that a good thing? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what was what was J.K. Rowling smoking when she was like, you know, it'd be great. It'd be great is if the sickles were 29 nuts. Is 29 an, a prime number? Uh, I think so. I don't, I'm trying to think now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they're, so they're both prime numbers. So I guess you could remember that way. Okay. I guess. Yeah. So, all right. So they just went with prime. Then why not nine? Or not nine. Uh, why, why not uh, seven? Maybe prime numbers are more important to the magic world. I don't know arithmetic. See, I don't just like, I wish it just gave me a reason. Just like a fucking reason. There probably is a reason somewhere. I don't. I, and, it's pro- and it's probably because a wizard did it. I just, I don't, I don't like this. So a galleon is the same diameter as a U.S. silver eagle. The silver sickle is slightly larger than a half dollar. Um, and then the bronze nut is slightly larger than a nickel. So these coins are huge. Yeah. And they don't have a credit card system. So everything's fucking cash. Everything. Everything. Yeah. You can see why they didn't have, go with the 100 coins to another coin. <laughs> because that would be too much change. No, no. You're right. If I want to, if I have a bunch of nuts and, like, something's a galleon, and I'm going to pay with, um, with nuts, that's only 493. Yeah. 493. A galleon's a lot of money. You know what makes sense? Penny quarter dollar. Yeah. No. A galleon is not a lot of money. It's six dollars. It should be a lot of money. It's six dollars. It should be treated as a lot of money. It's six dollars. Also, that was all that was in the Weasley's vault. Was. Was like a single galleon. Ugh. You want to see where more shit is breaking apart here? I feel like maybe it doesn't justify having the account then. All right. So wand cost. Um, uh, oh, they're just actually giving me the actual the, if you, the <laughs> Disney one. If you wanted to go buy a wand at Disneyland. Sometime next year, of course. Right. Um, all right. So, Ollivander, stop giving me. Okay. Seven galleons. So, seven galleons, seven times six is 40, no, 30, yeah, 42. So, $42 for a wand, Right. Fucking 
dragon uh, or a unicorn hair, which they use as the core of a wand, is nine galleons a strand. Okay. Are they just using partial strands in the wand? I think you're splitting hairs here. I, I, well, and then, all right, so the fucking Weasleys have a single galleon. They literally have six dollars. And they, you're, they're able to use that to buy all of the books and wands. Yeah, no, I think. Fucking how? Because <laughs> the currency doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Literally, the the thing that would change their life the most is credit cards. Yeah. No, that would I don't know. I think the Weezy's debt would be massive. But they could just magic it away. Could they though? They should get muggle credit cards because then they can take the cash advance out, go to the bank, to Gringotts, exchange their muggle currency for not or for wizarding currency, right? And then just obliviate the motherfuckers who loaned them the money in the first place. It's the easiest get rich quick scheme and there's zero chance of being caught. I feel like there's laws against that. Muggle laws, which they don't obey. I think there's also wizarding laws about doing that. I did, we didn't hear anything about it. <laughs> so these laws aren't canon. I'm just saying credit card fraud as a wizard is very easy. <laughs> okay. Okay, Casey, I think that's enough. I think we can't. I think we should. We're, we're done talking about the currency of the wizarding world. <laughs> Of Harry Potter. Are you sure? I think so. Yes. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> this is so dumb. Why did we have to fixate on currency for the last 10 minutes? Because <laughs> that's all I thought about while you were pooping. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gus. Do you have another thing you want to talk about? The no. Should we just get out of here? I think we done? should get out of here. I'm just saying credit card fraud in the wizarding world is very easy. All right, guys, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blindnerdscoreninja. And go check out our store at uh, blindnerdstudios.com. Click on the store link or uh, teespring.com slash stores slash blindnerdstudios. And we'll see you guys next week.